fasting, uh, the uh, devotions that pastor sends out, the meditations, and uh, I didn't send it out this morning. We were busy um, getting things ready to be able to take the stuff down to Fort Lauderdale to be brought up to the panhandle, uh, those impacted by the hurricane. So if you brought something, uh, you saw the little area, now uh, listen to pastor. Uh, today was the only day, so don't you bring a case of water next week, I'm going to drink it. I'm not going to drive up to the panhandle and, and drop it off. So today was the day to bring whatever it was. You've received several emails from me and texts. How many of y'all got an email from pastor? How many of y'all got a text? Then you don't read your text. Because I know I'm looking at you, and I know I got your numbers, and I know I sent it to you. And, and, and sometimes when you need something, you text me from that same number, so I know it's the right number. And so we let you know to bring something today. And um, so those that you did, thank you for remembering. I appreciate that. And we are going to be uh, bringing that up to help our brothers and and uh, sisters, I want to close out today with this fast. The Lord's already confirmed it through the worship, confirmed it through his word and what he's already done with us and through us. But I want you to hear it right out of the word of the Lord. Isaiah 58 and 8. Everybody say then. Say then. That then is referring back to the previous verses. It means afterwards. After something else had, has taken place, then this will take place. And God was talking about the fast that he had chosen. Now, let me say before I finish this one verse on the offset, I know that all of us didn't do everything just perfect and just right. We're human. It's, it's not even possible to get all of this down just right. But... We did our best, and we did it with a clear conscience, and we did it with a hunger. And I believe and know that God is going to respond. And so I want to tell you as a mother with children that you're praying for. I want to tell you as a wife, you're praying for your husband, a husband, you're praying for your wife, a family, a single young man seeking the will of God. A single young woman seeking the will of God in your life. That after the fast, after the prayer, Isaiah said, uh, or the Lord said through Isaiah, Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thy health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee, and the glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. Everybody say, my light is going to break forth. Say, my health is going to spring forth. Say, righteousness is going to go before me. And say, the glory... Of the Lord is coming behind me. Can you clap your hands to the Lord and give God praise? Father, we love you. Touch your word in the next few minutes. Lord, I ask it, I pray it. In the mighty name of Jesus, God bless you. You may be seated. I haven't necessarily come to preach at you or to you. I have, 
I want to stand in this pulpit for the next few minutes and proclaim to you the word of God. His promise, what will happen, what will come to pass. Look at your neighbor and tell them, expect it. Tell somebody else, start expecting. Tell someone else, look for it. Find one other person and say, I think I see a light breaking around you. Clap your hands to the Lord. Woo! I come to tell us today what God is going to do in our life if we'll believe his word and trust in him and walk on his promise and know that God is going to honor what the church did. Uh, there's just something about it. I'm here to tell you this this 21-day fast, it's even different than the ones we've done before. It's been proclaimed by men and women that have stood in this pulpit. The blessings and the power of God. I stand in this place today as the under-shepherd of your soul to proclaim that God is about to break forth in your life with blessings that are going to overtake you. You know, in the Old Testament, when the Lord is talking to, talking to Israel, and he says, uh, he says, if you obey my word, if you do the things that I have proclaimed, if you do this, if you do that, if you do this, if you do that, he said, my blessings will overtake you. You're the blessings. I'm the one needing to be blessed. Just put everything down. Just put it all down. It'll be there when you get back. And so he said the blessings will overtake you. Here you are. You're just running alone. Sometimes you just use the wrong prop. You know the word overtake you, right? I tell you what, let's change this around. The blessings will overtake you. <laughs> I'm so glad we turned that around. I've come to tell you today in the Holy Ghost, if you'll look behind you, you'll see something coming at you. If you'll look behind you, you'll see God. He's catching up. His blessings, they're catching up. They're going to overwhelm. Woo! It's not that he couldn't carry me. I couldn't jump high enough to get on his back. Look at your neighbor and say, the blessings... They're going to overtake you. That's what his word says in the Old Testament. The Bible tells us here, the light's going to break on you. I'm here to tell you, your health is going to come forth upon you. Righteousness, not our righteousness. That's as filthy rags in the Lord. His righteousness, it's going to precede you everywhere you go. People are going to notice there's something different. When you walk in the store, something's going to precede you. When you go down the street, something's going to precede you. No matter where you go, it's going to be in front of you. And God's going to give us an opportunity with the power that's in us to reach a generation, to reach a family. My precious sister right here, test about her family. Touch her. I know I'm talking to her. 
I'm talking to you. Great testimony. I'm telling you, when you go home today, something's going to precede you. Before you ever get in the door, the righteous of God's going to go in front of you. As you walk through the house, your mama's going to see it. Siblings are going to see it. Everybody in the home's going to see it. It's the righteousness of God. And then he said, not only is it going to proceed, but God said, I'm going to follow close behind. My righteousness is in front of you, and my glory is going to be behind you. I wish we could get a hold of this. This is what's happening. Come here, Brother Keith. And uh, I done used up Brother Sean. Come here, Brother Sean. I mean, Sean, that guy that works with me. Okay. You stand right here. You come. You come over here. Huh? Oh, just put him up somewhere. Come here, Eli. Come here, Travis. Oh, I, I don't need you, Sean. Yeah. Come stand right here in front of me. Turn around. Come here, Travis. Come stand right behind me. Sorry, Sean. We'll do it next time. Yeah, don't go nowhere. This poor soul needs God. I'm fixing to tell you what's going to happen. You ready? He needs God. God said, wherever you go, my righteousness is going to proceed. So the first thing that gets to him is the righteousness of God, the word of God, the conviction of God, the anointing of God, the power of God to change his life. But as the righteousness goes by, and I'm able to do a little witnessing as I go by, the glory of God's going to be following. Now the blessings are going to be on him. I'm telling you, what God's going to do for us, it's going to be different everywhere you go. I wish somebody would get a hold of this. I wish you would really believe this. I wish in your mind you could see yourself walking in the righteousness of God in front of you and the glory of God behind you and everywhere you go. If I could somehow get that in my heart, if I could get that in my mind, if I could truly believe it, then I would have the confidence that when I walk up to somebody, there's going to be conviction and there's going to be anointing. But as I pass by, the blessings and the glory of God is going to touch them and draw them to the house of God. When we preach this thing, we preach it in word and in spirit. Word by itself kills. Spirit by itself gives you no foundation. But when you put them together, it saves the righteousness, the word, the glory, the spirit, and you in the middle, the vessel that God is going to use. This is what's going to happen now that we have fasted and prayed. Let's look. Let's expect a great influx of souls. Let's stand to our feet and clap our hands. Come on, somebody, if you believe it. Give a hand clap. Give a praise.
You can be seated just a few more minutes. I've already mentioned this to you. Woo! Man, I'm whooped. Isaiah 58 and 9. This is amazing. Get up. It's more amazing when you can see it. You ready? Then shalt thou call. What's the then? It's the same then in the previous verse. After the fast, after the prayer, after the consecration and the dedication, after giving yourself to me, my righteousness will precede you. My glory will follow you. And when you call and the Lord shall answer, thou shalt cry. Look at this. And he, the Lord. This is just mind-blowing to me. That he would put this in the Bible. That I will cry, and he, the Lord, shall say, here am I. You bunch of deadheads. What's the matter with you? Do you not see what that verse says? That right now... If you would stand up and cry out to the Lord, he will say to you, here am I. Here I am. What do you want? What do you need? What's your request? What can I do? All right, you can be seated. I'm sorry, I thought that was going to be the crescendo. I thought after that verse, I was going to have to sit everybody down and get the service back under control. Because you realize that when you open your mouth after your fasting and prayer, the Lord actually stands at attention and says, Here I am. What do you need? It's me and you, buddy. It's me and you, girl, huh? What do you need? Talk to me. Tell me what you need. Tell me, tell me what I can do for you. What family member do you want me to bless? What family member do you want me to reach for? What kind of job promotion do you want? How do you want me to bless you in your body? How do you want me to bless you on your job? How do you want me to bless you in your neighborhood? What it is that you need from me? Why don't you just speak it? Why don't you just say it? Because I'm here right now. And I've come to do whatever... You ask. And if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall the light rise in its purity and darkness be as the noonday. Thy darkness be as the noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually 
I'm trying to tell us what's going to happen to me and you. I'm just not convinced you're believing. And it's not even me. I'm just reading. That word that was canonized, according to Brother Keith, wherever he over there ran off to in our Sunday school lesson today. If I draw out thy soul to the hungry, satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness be as the noonday. God said, when you're done with all of this, and you're in the middle of the darkest trial you've ever been in, in the middle of your obscurity, in the middle of your confusion, I'm going to step in and be a light. In the middle of your darkness, I'm going to flip on the light switch. It's going to be so bright spiritually, it's going to temporarily blind you. But I'm going to show you the way out. I'm going to give you the answer. I'm going to reveal the obstacles. I'm going to reveal everything around. He went on to say, look at verse 11. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones. And thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. Who's he talking about? Those that fast and pray. Those that call on his name. Those that seek his face. My God, my God, have mercy. <laughs> and in verse 12, and they shall be of thee, shall build the old waste places, and thou shalt rise up the foundations of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of past to dwell in. You know, I haven't said this in a while, but this is one of those sermons that I wish one of you was preaching it, and I was sitting out there listening to it, because I promise you, you wouldn't hold me in my seat, not with these promises. Because you have a luxury. Huh? You don't have to say, well, okay, I'm going to go on a fast so I can get these things in my life. No, 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 no. You can stand up and say, done been there, done did that, bought the t-shirt, just got off of it. So these promises are mine. This word is mine. He's going to break forth on me like light. His righteousness is going to go before me. Woo! His glory is going to follow me in the middle of my darkest hour. 
He's going to flip on the spiritual light. He's going to bless my health. He's going to bless my strength. I'm going to be like a watered garden in the middle of a drought when everybody else is thirsty. I'm going to have water to spare. The Word of God promises this to me and to you. I wish we could rejoice and thank God for it and praise Him for it and glorify His name today. Almost done. You can be seated just another moment. Daniel chapter 10. We know what it's about, his fast. Daniel goes on a 21-day fast. The angel shows up. He said, I was hindered by the prince of Persia. But Michael showed up. And Michael put a whooping on him and held up on him. So I'm down here, Daniel, to answer your prayer. Now listen. When we first started on this fast, all kinds of trouble broke loose. The devil's not going to just lay down and just let that crazy apostolic group of people go on this spiritual warfare journey of fasting and prayer to break, the Bible tells us in the earlier chapters of the book of Isaiah, to break the yokes. Huh? Bondage to, to deliver from unrighteousness. He's not just going to sit down and let that happen. He's going to do everything he can to distract us. The word of the Lord says the prince of Persia held back that angel, that messenger angel. That's what the other angel was. He was a messenger angel. He was not a warrior angel. But Daniel wouldn't give up. He just kept praying. He just kept talking to God. He just kept fasting. Finally, the Lord said, I got to get this thing through to that guy. He's going to die down there, starvation. So he looked over at his warrior angel, Michael, and he said, Michael, would you go take care of the prince of Persia for me so that my messenger angel can make his way down there to Daniel and deliver this message and deliver this revelation and deliver this power. And so I'm here to tell you right now, thank you, brethren, for helping my elder. I'm here to tell you and I right now that while we were fasting in prayer, there was resistance. The prince of the air of Palm Beach did not want to see this happen. All kinds of things begin to break loose. And this is how God gets glory. We might want to look at it and say, what a disaster. But oh, no. It shows you how much the devil is fighting. But the good news is we held on. We kept praying. We kept seeking. We kept fasting. We kept talking to God. And so now Michael's up there and he's handling the prince of Palm Beach. But the rest of the messenger angels are dancing about this building today. And I wish you could get a hold of it. I wish you could believe it. Because when you open up your mouth to ask the Lord is going to say through one of his messaging angels here am I what can I do what do you need I broke through I made it through I'm here for you speak it let's stand my God put your hands together come on let's give a hand clap of praise Put them together like you mean it. 
Put them together like you mean it. In Daniel chapter 10, around verse 18, the Bible says, the Bible says, Brian, that God brought peace to Daniel's troubled heart. He brought peace. And he brought strength. It's only one o'clock. Well, a little after one ten. I'm not really sure. I don't guess it really matters, but if you've gone through something lately that has troubled your heart. It has disturbed you to the very core of your soul. It has disturbed your peace. And it has robbed you of your strength. Would you step out from where you are? I'm not talking about everyday troubles, people. We all have everyday troubles. You just need to learn how to get a consistent prayer life. I'm talking about people you went through hell on earth. Something beyond your control. Beyond your manipulation. Beyond your ability. I'm asking you to come down. It has, it has disturbed the very peace in you. I don't care if you've been down here and prayed about it 20 times. Today's different. I want you to come down. We are ending a 21-day fast today, and I'm here to tell you, God is about to bring peace and strength to you. Now, right behind these, I'm not done. Hold on, music. I know y'all ready to burst forth. Right behind these, I want you to come. If there are major needs in your life, maybe you don't have a job, you're about to lose your home, maybe it's not finances, it might be health, it could be a situation, but it's just a major need, and, and I realize these overlap a little bit, but why don't you make your way down? Mm. We're coming before the Lord wave after wave. Wave after wave. You know why? Because his word said, I'm going to say to you, here am I. That angel came to Daniel after 21 days of fasting. And the Bible tells us in verses 18 and 19, he gave him strength. He gave him peace. And he gave him courage. And I am here to tell you that the angel of the Lord is coming down between us right now. That angel of the Lord also began to warn Daniel of future situations, problems, and attacks, just like he did with you, Sister Howe. Came and he'll tell you. So I'd like for the rest of the church, squeeze in for me, sweeties. 
All my precious people, the angel's right here, so you want to get as close to him as you can. There you go. Come squeeze up a little bit. I'd like for the rest of our church to make our way in because God is going to give revelation and he's going to use you to pray against future situations. Listen, this is so powerful. What the Lord is about to do is so powerful. He is about to restore peace. He is about to restore strength. He is about to give courage. Oh, yes, he is. He is about to intervene in situations, whether it's finances or health. Why? Because his word gives us that promise. His word says if you have fasted and prayed, this is what's going to happen to you. My light is going to break forth on you. This is what's going to happen to you. In a dry, thirsty land, you're going to be like a watered garden. This is what's going to happen to you. My righteousness is going to go before you, and my glory is going to come behind you. This is what's about to happen to you. Oh, yes, it is. I'm going to give you strength and courage and peace. This is what's going to happen to you because I'm going to honor my word. I'm going to intervene in your situation. And I'm going to be a light in your obscurity. And I'm going to be a, be a bright light in your darkness. This is what is about to happen to us. My God. And then I'm going to give you a revelation of things to come. And you're going to be able to pray against it. You're going to be able to stand up against it. Now we have fasted and prayed. With every hand raised, if you would. If you can, just raise them before the Lord. We are about to begin to cry to the Lord. And his word says, after you have fasted and prayed, after you have fasted and prayed, when you cry unto me, I will say to you, here am I. My Lord, have mercy. Are you ready? We are about to give a cry. No, listen, not some little cry. This is the end of the service right here. Give it all you got. Don't leave nothing left in you. Give it all you got. We are going to cry out to the Lord. Woo! <laughs> My Lord. And He is going to answer. Here am I. We're going to cry out to the Lord. And whatever you need, you're going to speak that to Him. And we're going to see it come to pass. Are you ready? And when they cry, my singers, you're going to begin to sing and play on three. Are you ready? Everything you got, every hand raised, every head lifted, we're going to cry out to the Lord. It's a promise. It's a promise. It's in His Word. It's a promise. Here we go. One, two, three. Cry out. Cry out.
the Lord. I can hear the Lord. Here am I. 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 Here am I.
you to turn to someone near you and say, I see the light of the Lord breaking forth on you. You got to believe that. It's the Word of God. Woo! Now we're going to dismiss. Listen. Music, hold off just a little bit. Listen. As you dismiss, I want you to go to at least 10 people. You got to count now. You got to count, Evan. 10 people. And I want you to tell them the righteousness of God is before you. And His glory is behind you. Now, I just said it to 350, so I'm cleared. But you guys got to find 10 people. The righteousness of the Lord is before you. And His glory is behind you. I love you. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.